0: Good morning and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440 presented by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, the best beef jerky in Alberta. Locations in Leduc, Spruce Grove and West Edmonton Mall. WilhockBeefJerky.com. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you here for the next hour. We're talking all things fantasy sports. Of course, we'll go NFL heavy today as the waiver wire opening up team's results coming in uh, tomorrow we're going to jump into the nhl and talk a little nhl fantasy as well brandon good morning how you doing today
1: I'm very good, Connor. A surprise win in my uh, <laughs> Superflex Fantasy League last night. Out of left field, backdoor cover, however you want to phrase it. Uh, it cost me a few pennies on my personal gambling side of things, but mm-hmm. uh, I'll take the fantasy win um, and roll into the rest of my week with a slightly bigger smile on my face.
0: Beautiful. We're going to get into that story about how how you made it happen. Uh, that and a whole lot more. We're going to have Declan Kruger come by, of course. Uh, he On the lowdown with Low Tide. Monday to Friday right here on Sports 1440 from noon till 2. He's also our, I don't know what the technical term is, digital producer for the Jason Greger show. The Uh, computer guy. Yeah, when we were having issues with the cameras, he he earned his pay. He got some cardio in too. He was flying around. Glad we got all that fixed. He's going to hop in for a little bit of a round table brought to you by the Canadian Brew House. I was out at the CBH last night. Out at the Lewis Estates location, and it was a good time. Great staff, great environment. We qualified three people for a chance to go to the Super Bowl down in Las Vegas. Uh, and uh, man, the menu there—it took me a while to decide. You know, I got the chocolate cake eventually. Eventually, had to have something uh, on the healthier side. Went for the uh, brew house wrap, which was delicious, and then had to get the, the had to get the cake, Brandon. And I'm I'm still gonna just pound that drum when you head out Thursday. Get that! I think it's a triple chocolate. I've been underselling it, saying it's a double chocolate. You got to get that triple chocolate cake.
1: Last Thursday, the the waitress after I was wrapped up, my I had some uh, some ha- bacon wrapped jalapenos oh. to, to, during Uh-oh. the game. One of my one of my favorite appetizers. She the waitress was kind of come over like, "Hey, do you want some dessert?" And I I like hesitated for. I, I literally probably five plus seconds thinking yeah. like, Connor said it and then I was like you know what I've already uh, indulged myself enough tonight I'll save that for, for next week so this Thursday book it. I'll be getting myself some cake
0: oh man it is uh, it is so good so good nice little treat every once in a while especially after a great football game Uh 833 1440 if you want to get in through the conversation on the text line any questions you want to throw our way regarding your fantasy football roster you can do so uh, like I said we'll have Declan in I've got a list of potential Waiver wire claims you might want to make. And we're going to get uh, Brandon and Declan's thoughts on those names in our next segment. Of course, also the email, Connor at sports1440.ca, Brandon at sports1440.ca, if you want to chime in that way. We got to start off the show, I think, recapping that Monday night football game just a little bit. And I mean, how, how do we not talk about it? I think a lot of people in the fantasy world. We're super high on this New York Jets offense because of Aaron Rodgers. He comes over from the Green Bay Packers. If you watched hard Knox like I did the thought had to cross your mind. How do you slow down this group, especially with the addition of Dalvin cook? Uh, when Aaron Rodgers goes down on the fourth play of the game after going zero for one, it, it was a shock. I mean, they showed Bob Salas face. He, he was stunned with what happened. Zach Wilson thrust into the lineup and, You know, Zach Wilson kind of looked like Zach Wilson. There's going to be some questions going forward with what he can do and how he impacts that offense. If you have Brees Hall or Dalvin Cook, you're probably smiling because now they are going to pound that football and use that to set up the pass even more than they would have with Aaron Rodgers. Garrett Wilson, I don't know what happens here. I mean, his touchdown was unbelievable. That was a back shoulder fade that Zach Wilson threw just one of the worst passes I've ever seen. Garrett Wilson plays defensive back knocks it to himself and makes the play like I don't think we're giving him enough credit we're giving him credit for making a great play but that was such a bad throw by Zach Wilson on kind of a simple concept in the NFL I don't know how it's going to impact the receivers on the New York Jets I don't know how it's going to impact them in the real game how much he's going to hurt them that defense is solid was great against Josh Allen and the Bills last night Uh, but Aaron Rodgers Brandon that's a tough one there's going to be some fantasy owners that are are considering what to do next here.
1: Yeah, we floated it out there on the Kevin Carey show this morning, kind of like who is next up if the Jets decide to uh, go outward outside the organization. Maybe they give Zach Wilson the reins here for a week or two, but this is a team with championship and Super Bowl aspirations. They brought in all these pieces around Aaron Rodgers. You can't predict an injury like this. It is as unfortunate as it comes, but you've assembled the team. The defense looked just as good as we all expected coming out of last year they were they were tremendous and very instrumental in that win i mean four turnovers and then a special teams touchdown to win the game so the the Jets can't wait around for Zach Wilson to figure things out. They've given him time to try and do that. That's why they brought in Aaron Rodgers in the first place. So there were some really curious names uh, coming in over the text line this morning about maybe uh, some old uh, old hats coming out of retirement. Uh, my favorite one that I brought this one up and I thought it would make you smile: Philip
0: Rivers. <laughs> I knew you're going there. Rum- rumored to
1: maybe was going to be called on for San- by San Francisco if they'd somehow been able to win that game without a quarterback back at the uh, NFC Championship. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick Patrick came up there. And then Kevin and I talked about it. Lots of good backups around the league. Do they make a trade and, and kind of sell off even a little bit more to try and, you know, make a go of it this year? Uh, Jameis Winston down, down in Oh No, no. He's, uh, it, he'd be a fun factor
0: for yeah. sure. <laughs> I'm a big fan of a fun team to watch. That <laughs> yeah. doesn't mean you win. Yeah, I don't. Th- anyone else who gets thrown out there? Because, hey, I do like that idea of Phillip Rivers. I mean, a guy who doesn't need too much coaching when he gets in there. Obviously he can just kind of show up and probably run the offense. He thinks the game is good as anyone. He's coaching right now, though. His high school team might be a little disappointed in him. Any other names pop up that you like?
1: (sighs) Like Gardner Minshew of Indian. Like the problem is all the current backups that you would think about trading for. Why would these other teams do the Jets a favor by (laughs) trading them to them? Especially if they're in in conference, uh, maybe even in division. Who knows? Like, I just don't know why they try and help the Jets out. And it kind of seems like they're just going to be rolling rolling with Zach Wilson unless, like I said, one of these old guys, which the Jets' line has been uh, the one thing of suspect nature. In putting someone a, a little bit more of a senior uh, and well-tenured player back there with limited mobility, I don't think that's necessarily a great move either. Uh, so I... I I'm going to be keeping a very close eye on every rumor mill, every speculation <laughs> about who is going to play quarterback for the Jets, because you said it, that throw by Zach Wilson, pretty good indictment of what exactly yeah. he is at this point. I, I just don't think he is the guy.
0: I mean, the back shoulder fade, that's that's kind of an easy, we go, we're go. we talking NFL terms, yeah. not you and I, but... that's an easy throw and Garrett Wilson made a spectacular play on that one to avoid it getting interception or intercepted and then let alone making it a touchdown for himself. They got the weapons there. They're going to have to rely on the run game, no matter who the quarterback is. Uh, uh, Tim Boyle, he's on their practice roster. So those are their options, Tim Boyle and Zach Wilson, maybe Chris Trevler, former Winnipeg blue bomber. He he he's with the Jets in 2022 has some familiarity there. He's not a part of any roster, uh, Nathan Rourke, could he be claimed off the Jacksonville Jaguars practice roster? Maybe. <laughs> There's a lot of names out there. Uh, let us know. 1-833-401-1440. Uh, who do you think the New York Jets should go after? Or should they stick there with their loyalty and stick with Zach Wilson? Uh, Brandon, why don't you let us know how you won last night? And, hey, I went one and one this week. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm out of the survivor pool. Congratulations to everyone who advanced. Uh, if you took the bills last night, I'm sorry. You're on the loser side with me. Uh, but let us know, how'd you do in fantasy this weekend on the text line? Uh, Brandon, you, like you said, you came in kind of kind of last second to take take the dub?
1: I, I hadn't even opened the app all night. But then as I was watching the game, it kind of clicked. Like I went into this Monday night matchup with just the Jets defense playing and trailing by, uh, I guess, about just under 20 points, give or take. And the fact that after that third interception, I was kind of like, oh, there's a chance here. Open it up to see, okay, well, I'm going to need another turnover here by the defense and the Bills to basically not move the ball anymore <laughs> in the last however many minutes of the game. So they they create the fumble, recover it, and all of a sudden I'm in the lead. But then when the Bills get the ball back, I, it's like they literally just have to throw four and out punt here for me to get this win. They do not, they advance the ball, click over whatever the yardage total, they moved over 300 yards of offense, I'm back trailing, game goes to overtime and the only possible situation for this to work for me happened with a special teams (laughs) touchdown, like just a good punt return, just uh, an interception or something, none of that would have done it with the Bills on offense. It needed to be a defensive or special teams touchdown, and that is exactly what came through. So shout out Reed. He'd already texted uh, in with Kevin and I this morning, uh, talking about myself as an athlete, but a fantasy manager extraordinaire. You know, I side the foresight. Get uh, get the Jets defense on the roster. Made a no uh, an effort to pick them. It wasn't a last round pick, a next to last round pick. And uh, despite the rest of my team being total dog water outside of Justin Jefferson. Come away with a week one win. So, in this league, we also, like basically, each week you're playing two games, one against your opponent and then one against the league average in points. Yeah. So, I, I was the second lowest scoring team in the entire league. So, I'll still come away one and one in that league, but uh, that's better than 0 and 2. So, I'll, uh, I'll take the victory, you know, regroup and come back much better, hopefully, uh, in week number two. But yeah, backdoor covers, gotta love them. Every other side of a bad beat is a backdoor cover. <laughs>
0: I just imagine you sitting like at home watching, like, well, if we, if I get a punt return here, I win, and then it happened.
1: It didn't even cross my mind because once they once the, the Bills like were out on offense, I was like, oh well, I needed a pick six basically, and it, like I'd written it off and was like sp- moved into the kitchen to like wash my supper dishes and whatever as before we get back to the Jets on offense, and I hear the excitement in Joe Buck's voice, who you know people give a lot of flack to Joe Buck. My opinion, one of the best in the game. Like he's he's a very divisive voice on uh, on calling football games. I love him. Big game voice calling that punt return. Awesome. Awesome. And a win for me.
0: (laughs) It was it was quite the thrilling game. It, It was it was what we wanted from a Monday nighter. Um, got some texts coming in here at the Sports 1440 text line 1 833 401 1440. No name on this one, Tom Brady. I think there are some issues there because he is now a minority owner of the Las Vegas Raiders. So unfortunately, I don't think we see TV 12 making a return, but that would be absolutely hilarious if he came back to haunt the Patriots right after they honored him and are going to retire his number. Uh, another one, no name. Put the name on it so then we can add to our system here. Uh, Colin Kaepernick for the Jets. I mean, hey, I I love Cap, but I think it's been too long. He's been out of football for a long time. I, I doesn't. When was Robert Sala in San Francisco? Would their paths have crossed back
1: then? I don't know if... I don't know if Sala was in San Francisco long enough. Yeah. I mean, because that was obviously where he was immediately before coming over to the Jets. But, like, people almost forget, like, Anytime there's a quarterback void, Kaepernick's name has been getting, getting brought up for since he left the league or, you know, blackballed from the league, however you want to put it. Like, that ship has sailed. I, I hate to break it to people. Colin Kaepernick is not going to play in the NFL again. No. It's, it's been way too long, and there's just better, cheaper, less controversial options out there.
0: Yeah, and I mean, they, their paths just missed. Uh, two ships in the night, one year apart and that's it and that's the teams. teams don't want or uh organizations don't want controversy right i mean i think that's why tim tebow for a long time was like well why what's the upside to bring him in like you have a backup quarterback you have a guy you can cover on special teams like it, it's really just not worth it um and yeah i think cap has moved on I, th- I think the nfl has moved on uh there are some other names here coming in on the text line but you know what it, it's just right now I, I don't think it's it's really going to be uh A player is going to come in and help you immediately. Joe Flacco, Carson Wentz, Colt McCoy, Jacoby Brissett, Matt Ryan, uh, Matthew Stafford. Like some you'd have to trade. Some teams are just not going to help you. Um, Mike White, who was with the Jets, now he's with the Dolphins. The Dolphins aren't going to do that. Like they're laughing right now. No, (laughs) this clears their path to a division title. So, yeah, I don't think you're going to get too much help from inside the division. Even the conference, I, I mean, I, I think Zach Wilson is just might be the guy and you you simplify the offense a little bit and run the ball and, and do what you can that way. But it's it's certainly an unfortunate situation. Glad the Jets got the win last night for their faithful, but uh, it's, it's not going to be too great going forward. I think when teams are like, let's shut down the run and let Zach Wilson beat us. Uh, Sylvan Lake J says, "I had know All I needed was three points to win. What a disappointment watching him blow it. Fantasy football for for the Brandons out there. There's also a uh, Sylvan Lake J that that don't get it. <laughs> what makes the loss worse is getting it shared on AM radio. Reed, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> when people lose, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it.
1: And and when I I, I like I said, self admitted, my teams were terrible. That that is just a." very fortunate stroke of luck and i'll take it because i don't get those very often i am a notoriously (laughs) unlucky person uh i'm almost always on the other side of the situation a friend of mine was texting me last night uh also in the same league saying he he asked me he's like what is the opposite of a bad beat and he's like i guess you wouldn't know because you've never had one i only have the bad beats side of that spectrum so it's a nice refreshing change
0: hey we're happy for you you got to pick up these early wins right They're crucial. Coming down to the stretch of the season when that playoff race is tight, you're going to look back and say, Xavier Gibson? Thank you, buddy. Thank you. And, I mean, if you didn't see his story of him getting the news that he made the team, he was an undrafted free agent. And they brought him in. It was on hard knocks. It's one of those... There's a lot of sad stories on Hard Knocks. That was one of the good stories. Undrafted free agent uh, makes the team. And then in week one makes an immediate impact. It was great to see. Uh, we'll take a break here. When we come back, we're going to bring in Declan Kruger. Once upon a time, he and I worked on a show together Saturday afternoons talking four-down football. Uh, we'll bring him in. Look at the waiver wire. I've got a list of names that I'm going to throw out towards Brandon and Declan and get their thoughts on them. Some will be good. Some will be bad. And we'll see what they think. We're going to encourage your feedback as well. 1-833-401-1440. Any questions, please send them in to us. This is a Fantasy Frenzy brought to you by Willhawk Beef Jerky on Sports 1440. 1121 in the city. Thank you for tuning in to Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. A nice day out today, I, in my opinion. I mean, I, I love this weather. 17 degrees, kind of perfect. If you ask me, we're talking all things fantasy sports. Here on the Frenzy, 1-833-401-1440. If you want to join the conversation via the text line, put your name on it. Fantasy Frenzy, as always, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, Alberta's best beef jerky. Check them out, wilhawkbeefjerky.com. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you here. We now bring in friend of the program, although he is making his first appearance on the show, Declan Kruger. You can hear him Monday through Friday, noon to 2 on the Lowdown with Low Tide. Also, I don't know what's your what's your title on the Gregor show digital producer
2: digital producer I think it's fine you'll never see me on there
0: essentially
2: so I'm on there behind the scenes but you would never know so it's best to uh just stick me
0: with Lozad digital EP executive producer I don't know I think they'd notice
1: if you weren't there, Declan, because then <laughs> yeah. the things would go off the rails. Uh, imagine Connor trying to work this board in front of us here and uh, be our tech guru all at the same time. Uh, things would be a disaster.
2: Believe it or not, things might actually go smoother <laughs> if I wasn't there after that first week. I think we've got the hang of it now. But yeah, uh,
0: we were joking. Like, you got your cardio in that first week. Yeah. There was one point where things were just going so poorly. I just went like, you know, that meme of like the Popeye's worker just sitting with her head down. Like, yeah, that was me. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm just in the way here. Oh,
2: I was about there were multiple occasions. I was about four <laughs> seconds away from filming the whole thing on my iPhone and just going through my own Instagram live. Yeah, That's about where we were at. So well, we nailed it now. Yeah, so we got it down.
0: The Jason Greger show on YouTube. It's perfect now. Uh, If you are at home and you want to throw us up on the TV and, you know, see all our faces, you can do it that way. You can stream, of course, uh, iHeartRadio, Radio Radio Player Canada. You've got the Stingray app, sports1440.ca, the old AM dial. You can get us on every platform, basically. And if you miss the show, podcast. So, yeah, Jason Greger Show, Low Tide, uh, Carious, Fantasy Frenzy. We're everywhere now, and uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Okay, Declan, uh, we brought you in here for the Fantasy Frenzy Roundtable presented by the Canadian Brew House Join the CBH every Monday, Thursday, and Sunday night for football and your chance to win awesome game day prizes and qualify for a chance to win a trip for two to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Uh, we had someone last night win a barbecue meat package. Oh. And he was fired up. He's like, the chance to go to the Super Bowl is great, but this barbecue meat package is what I really want. So, uh, yeah, CBH locations around the city. Make sure you check it out for Monday, Thursday, and Sunday football. Okay, I'm going to throw some names at you guys. Potential waiver wire pickups. Uh, I kind of want to start off with quarterbacks because Aaron Rodgers obviously goes down with the Achilles, and um, unfortunately, for Declan's sake, Josh Allen proving he is not a fantasy quarterback i mean those turnovers. or franchise are, quarterback yeah. i
2: hope we, i hope we ship him out of town
0: I think you got to move yeah. on obviously a turnover machine Bring back jp Loss, <laughs> not, not what you need uh but i'm gonna throw some names your way and uh we'll, we'll kind of go rapid fire here if you want to give me a 20 second rundown on why you say yay or nay feel free to do so brandon we'll start with you uh some guys might have him available jared goff from the detroit lions
1: yeah, that's, a, that's an ad. I think. He hasn't committed a turnover in however many, like third longest streak of uh, attempted passes without a, an interception right now. And and the Lions' weapons around him look like they're going to be up to snuff. Uh, great tandem in the backfield. Monterey, St. Brown is unbelievable uh, out at, the, at the wide out position. So yeah, I think Jared Goff's a, a great added. We saw a lot of flubs at quarterback this week. So even if yeah. you're just stashing them, uh, as kind of a rainy day thing well worth it I think
2: Definitely. you know it's funny Brandon because my first thought pro- my first thought when I heard Jared Goff was no way he's too t- he's way too turned to pro to he's way too prone to turnovers but then Brandon dropped the stat and yeah I think it's 358 <laughs> attempts without a uh, interception I think he's a bona fide number one receiver in Amon Ross St. Brandon what was it last year 29 touchdowns seven interceptions yeah pretty good fantasy performance he's got a real number one target uh, I like him and I think Jameer Gibbs can be a big uh, big swing swing back out of the backfield
0: yeah, and I mean there was I think he had like 3 or 4 games down the stretch of three touchdown passes, no interceptions, like that that's going to win you games. Okay. He's got to
2: have one of the weirdest careers just as a side note, like up oh, and yeah. down all over the complete roller coaster
0: ride. He's still in the league and then Carson Wentz who for a little while was like an MVP candidate yep. looks like he's gone. Okay, how about Brock Purdy with the 49ers? Start with you, Declan.
2: I like Brock Purdy as an actual quarterback in San Francisco's system. In terms of pure fantasy production, I don't know if he's as, va- as valuable as some of the other guys on the waiver wire. I-, I think he's great where he is. I think he's got some great weapons, but I just think he's going to have too many games where he's going to have 180 yards and one touchdown, and they're just going to win games on the strength of their defense. And, you know, Kyle Shanahan's scheme McCaffrey out of the backfield, maybe jet sweeps with Debo. I like him as a quarterback. Not taking him in fantasy.
1: Brandon? Oh, this is a tough one. I came into the season as a somebody that wanted to be a Brock Purdy doubter, uh, both for the results of the Giants and as fantasy, because I think he was getting a, a well-deserved amount of hype, basically how he played down the stretch for the Niners and, and getting through the playoffs. But yeah, with what Declan said, the thing is, because of the talent around him and the fact that McCaffrey is such a pass catching back even if he doesn't really have to do anything except dump it off on checkdowns like there's huge big play opportunity which will all contribute to his uh, total yardage and touchdown passes so I as a starter I don't think so but I think um, maybe even to a greater extent than Goff, if if you can get him for a decent uh, bid price or something and stash him as a a great relief option or case of breaking case of emergency you could do a lot worse.
0: We're going around the NFL waiver wire right now with Brandon Douglas and our guest, Declan Kruger, here on Fantasy Frenzy. Connor Halley. talking right now. Okay, how about Jordan Love with the Green Bay Packers? You got Romeo Dobbs, you got Watson, you got some nice running backs, and you have good offense. Uh, what are we thinking about the guy who's finally making his his anticipated starts mm-hmm. in Green Bay?
2: Yeah, I like him. I think he has big play capability. I think he's gonna be one of the quarterbacks who makes his receivers, not the other way around. And a fun thing about him is he may have a chance to go down as the most valuable fantasy quarterback from Utah State of all time. There there can't be many. So I like I like Jordan Love for like I said, I think he has big playability. Uh and I think he's gonna make his receivers more than they're gonna make him. I like that pickup.
1: I will I'll pass on this one. Um we, we have seen so little of Jordan Love before this week that I think it's a little too early to be using your spot in the priority list or, or, or fab dollars. Um, and it was like, the Bears. And that's what I mean. Like the yeah. Buc- or the the Packers always beat the Bears and do it in embarrassing fashion. That is just a tale as old as time at this point. So I'll pass on Love for now. I think they're still going to be very committed to the ground game between Dylan and Jones. Um, so I'll pass on that for the time being. But who knows? And if he can keep it up for a few more weeks, I might change my tune.
0: I like it. I like the disagreements here. Okay, we're going to go to the running back position now. Uh, J.K. Dobbins, terrible news with his Achilles injury. A guy just has a lot of injury problems in his early uh, start to his career. Uh, Gus Edwards or Justice Hill? Declan, you buying either of those two?
2: I mean, you know, if I'm in if it's a last case scenario type of situation, I would go for Gus Edwards. I just think he has a little bit more experience. I don't I don't think Justice Hill is anything special. I don't think Gus Edwards is necessarily, but I think he at least has a little bit more in game experience. I think he's going to be used as more of a workhorse. uh, So I would take him, but wouldn't be happy with either pickup.
1: Yeah, I'll offer Gus Edwards as well and I think give him a little more credibility. He's uh, he's shown that he's been able to step up when in, when needed, whether it be in place of an injury or, or whatever the case, just a game here and there. So the Baltimore offense is transformed. They're using a lot more pass attacks. Zay Flowers looked amazing through week one. Uh, we saw very little even from, from Odell Beckham Jr., who was the other big ad, and they still have Rashad Bateman uh, out wide as well. So um, I think the... Importance of the run game in Baltimore can't go understated because of this new Todd Munkin offense. So I think they're still gonna stay committed to it between him and, and Lamar Jackson. So I think Gus Edwards is is some someone worth taking a look
0: at. Harry says, love not getting love. Well, Declan, you give him a little bit of love. Yeah. The yeah, greatest Utah State Aggie of all time.
2: Uh yeah. Could you name another? That's another question. I don't know if I could.
0: Bobby Wagner.
2: I just think I do think if I want one guy on my team, I may, I may even pick Brock Purdy. Because I think he has some intangible leadership qualities. But in terms of pure fantasy production, I just think Jordan Love has more boom to him. And that's, what, that's why I'm taking him in the, between those two.
0: Bobby Wagner, Seattle Seahawks. Great linebacker. Great linebacker. Utah State. He went to Utah State? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and maybe future Hall of Famer? Yeah. Oh, he's he's headed to can. The 12s. The 12s will yep. say so. Um, okay. This is a homer one for me. Austin Eckler has the ankle injury. Joshua Kelly. Brandon, what do you think?
1: I'm. Not, I, I don't think so. I mean, oh. if, if, if you had him already as your handcuff, like uh, Eckler's been incredibly durable. Uh, tell me if I'm wrong, Connor. Over over the course of it, in a workhorse, uh, in that same time time frame, based on how many reps he gets, how often he's been able to stay in the lineup is is very impressive. I hope the. Chargers lean more towards a pass attack. Once again, biased because I am a Herbert owner and a Mike Williams owner. So I hope they just steer away from running the ball. If Eckler has to <laughs> miss time or is hobbled, but uh, yeah, Josh Kelly, he doesn't really move the needle for me. He looked pretty good in week one though, in limited, limited touches.
0: Yeah. 16 attempts, 91 yards. you uh, he was more efficient, I think, than Austin Eckler. Eckler broke the 55-yarder, so his stats are big, but had the touchdown too. Declan, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I, I, I tend to lean in the same camp as Brandon. I'm, I'm just not sold on him yet, and I do I hope they rely on that that heavy passing attack. Um, I, I think they have some great receivers there. Quentin Johnson, of course, is a guy I'm really waiting to break out, I think, with Justin <laughs> Herbert's arm. Uh, it's certainly possible, and I think if you have that in the back pocket, Joshua Kelly isn't someone you want to look at.
0: Jay Herbo, better start going downfield, or I'm going to call him the check down king. You because, should be calling the plays. Well, I mean, hey, let's, let's stretch it down. Field, but be i putting also putting up
2: big 12 offense numbers if you were calling the offense yeah connor is would. justin herbert west coast kirk
1: cousins
0: uh not yet not yet because he wins on prime time sometimes sometimes sometimes, sometimes. sometimes. Wait, uh, not yet not quite there but you know what if he doesn't start getting those playoff wins We'll be okay to call him that. Um, this is Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Doing a little roundtable action brought to you by the Canadian House. we got Declan Kruger, Brandon Douglas alongside with us. 1-833-401-1440. Uh, <laughs> Tom Brady getting a lot of love to the Jets. It's not happening. It's not happening. He's done. He's an owner of the Raiders. It's just not going to happen. Okay. Uh, we talked a little bit about Jordan Love. How about one of his new targets that he's been uh, looking at, Romeo Dobbs. What do you think about that one, Declan?
2: I like Romeo Dobbs, but I touched on this with Jordan Love. I don't know if he has the big play capability that some other wide receivers in the league do. Now, I don't know how many of those wide receivers are going to be sitting on the waiver wire, but I don't know how many times he can be a game changer by himself and based on his own talent as opposed to what Jordan Love's going to do for him. I could be wrong, but i just, i don't he doesn't he's not that guy for me yet and for that reason he's not like listen if you got to get him he could potentially be a number one target on a good offense but i'm not going out of my way to get him
1: yeah th- there's a couple injuries floating around already from week one uh, the, a lot of the big ones in quarterback and running back side things with dobbins and Rodgers, but even deontay johnson on the steelers he's gonna miss miss some time so like guys like that where they're kind of your depth or bench receivers. Maybe they get starts based on matchup or filling in bye weeks. Romeo Dobbs fills that role very well. And it's going to be, I think a hit or miss type thing because of the Packers uh, leaning on the run game as much as I think they are going to moving forward. But like Jordan Love, he has Christian Watson, he has Romeo Dobbs and Mm -hmm. Aaron Jones out of the backfield. So there's a good snap share, or like target share. I think that he can get and, and, it might be a feast or famine situation, but it's worth worth having. Then, as opposed to you know someone else snagging him from you and uh, and then him coming up against you in a, in a week where it's your opponent's receiver is on bye, Romeo Dobbs goes in and puts up a hundred plus yards and maybe a touchdown or two because he has down downfield capabilities, So,
0: I will say in my twelve team league, I do have him stashed. Yeah, not not starting now, but I'm looking at him for the future. Uh, I like the upside there if uh, Jordan Love has it. Okay. This is a name that I don't know how many people knew before the season, and, man, I'm guilty of it because I was like, Van Jefferson, maybe he could be the guy with, with Cooper Cup going down. Puka Nakua. Uh, 15 targets, 10 yep. receptions, 119 yards, Declan. He's not going to sneak up on anyone going into week two. He will be covered. What do you think about that?
2: They'll they'll have some tape on him. No, I think he was a one hit wonder uh, this past (laughs) week. Listen, he'll be fine. He'll get some targets. He might end the year with 500 receiving yards, 600 receiving yards, whatever it is, a couple more touchdowns. He'll he'll be okay. He'll be serviceable. Um, But no, he hit lightning in a bottle in week one, and I don't think we'll see that replicated even with Cooper Cup's injury.
1: Brando? As long as Cooper Cup is not in the lineup, this guy, if you have Cooper Cup, sitting on your bench or IR if you're fortunate enough to have an IR spot, you should be grabbing Puka Nakua to fill that role because we talked about it with one of our guests last week. Like, Van Jefferson is not going to fill the Cooper Cup role. He's a downfield threat. And one one game in, Matt Stafford looks a lot more like the Matt Stafford we've come to know and love, not the guy we saw last year. And if you already have that little bit of comfort level and trust in a guy like Nakua... Why would you not be starting him if Cooper Cup is uh, currently sitting on the IR? So as long as Cup's out of action, I-, I think he's a starting option for you at wide receiver. But as soon as Cup comes back, I think that will uh, put a pretty quick halt on his progress uh in snap count snap share and target share
2: he's going three receptions for 27 yards next week <laughs> you guys can lock that one i'm in. writing that down Declan. take the under take What's, the under on his receiving yards
0: let's quickly look rams have uh the 49ers this week okay Oof. yeah okay, okay. maybe, maybe don't start that <laughs> maybe a risk res-
1: schedule take pending. care though
0: yeah hey he was a kind of a burst onto the scene at byu yep was with washington before that i believe yep. yeah didn't have big stats but hey maybe maybe they got a nice number two when cooper cup returns to the lineup if cooper cup returns uh, okay we're gonna rip through these very quickly here uh just because we're running out of time i'm gonna go for yes or no answers from you two okay uh alan robinson pittsburgh deontay johnson injured alan robinson maybe just the guy who's always been hyped up declan yes or no
2: no in a word
0: <laughs> Brandon, pass. pass, pass. Okay, how about uh, Josh Reynolds out in uh, Detroit? He was, I think, he yeah, had the second most snaps for receivers behind St. Brown. We talked about how we like golf. Josh Reynolds in Detroit. Brandon,
1: uh, I'd take a flyer. Maybe not starting, but you know, take a flyer.
2: Yeah, I like him. Really, I was really impressed with him. I'm taking him.
0: Okay, we're going to hop over the tight end position very quickly as well. Zach Ertz, uh, 10 targets in week one. Obviously, the quarterback play is not going to be top tier, but that doesn't really matter in fantasy because targets can lead to success. What do you think about the old vet, Declan?
2: Yeah, I'll take him. I mean, I I just – anytime there's name value to someone, I still feel – I still believe they could explode for 14 receptions, 160 yards, three touchdowns. So, sure, I'll take him.
1: Traded him away for basically a bag of pucks uh, prior to this (laughs) season starting in my dynasty league. Uh, I'll pass. The the Cardinals, I don't think anybody on the Cardinals was worth touching at this time. James Conner?
0: Okay. All right. Yeah, so I, I have him in a league, a yeah, little disappointing. <sighs> Cards, man. What a team. Okay, uh, Sam Laporta, Detroit Lions. We, we're in on Josh Reynolds. Are we in on the young tight end? He had five targets in week one, caught every pass.
2: I have him on one of my teams, just moved him into the t- starting tight end spot, so I'm very much taking him. Believe in him a lot. I'm a big Detroit Lions guy today.
1: The Lions' offense is fun to watch. It can uh, it can produce a lot of points, and their defense looks better, so they'll actually be in games maybe. Um, always a threat to pass. I- I'll take it. I'll take Laporta.
0: And my final question for you boys today, Hayden Hurst, tight end Carolina Panthers, been around for a while, 15 fantasy points in Week 1. Awareness takes a hit because he threw... Bryce's uh, first touchdown pass into the crowd. I know they got that ball back, but uh, what do you think about the vet? Hey, a good tight end is always I, a rookie quarterback's best friend.
2: I don't ever want to hear the the phrase Carolina Panthers player and fantasy football pick up in the same sentence, so Ooh. scratch him. What about Chuba? All right, you can pick up Chuba. <laughs> uh,
1: I'll take hers. Like you said, young quarterbacks love veteran tight ends as a security blanket, and I think that'll be a big uh, big part of helping Bryce Young
2: get comfortable down in uh down in the south, he's gonna have a lot of a lot of two catch 11 yard games. Hayden Hurst,
0: Ewan <sighs> says, Herbert's only been to the playoffs once, give him a break. Hey, I, I'm not saying it, I would never utter the words West Coast. Kirk yeah, you're Cousins. talking about
2: playoff wins. How about a playoff win? Yeah, gotta get that. <laughs> gotta get gotta one
0: again. Hey, run games got to show up in the second half of the playoffs, mm-hmm. and defense needs a stop, but yeah, he's got time. He's got potential. Uh, I saw a very unique statistic on Justin Herbert and uh, the the Chargers. This is the team that I cheer for, and it pains right. me that this, heading into Week One, teams who have rushed for two hundred plus yards held opponents to a hundred rush yards, did not commit a turnover, and won the turnover margin by at least two points in NFL history on a Tuesday when it's raining. <laughs> uh, one hundred and ten and zero until the Chargers okay. on Sunday against Yikes. the Dolphins. So there you go. That's my team. Love them. They're gonna kill me at a young age, but it'll be a fun ride. Uh, Declan Kruger, thank you for coming by today. Maybe we'll do this more often. Maybe this could be our Tuesday little roundtable talking about the waiver wire.
2: Yeah, we'll see what the text line says if they want me back. I'm not gonna step on any toes, but uh, I don't know me and Brandon disagreed on pretty much everything. So if That's- they go with him and he's great, right, I don't think I'll be coming back.
0: <laughs> Someone's listening right now and like, well, that didn't help me at all. I have I'm more confused than before. Declan, what's coming up in the lowdown?
2: Yeah, today we got uh, Cam Lewis of Blue Jays Nation joining us and Matt Henizar of the NY Post to talk some Jets. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers had. That uh, injury so we're going to be breaking that down nhl rumors a staple of the lowdown with low tide, and uh you know hopefully we'll get into it a little bit you know he likes to ramble you know i like to ramble so uh, i think we're gonna have a good fun show
0: i heard you guys talk about cheese last week
2: yeah he's big on that i just all i so. said was i don't like it all the time and now it's <laughs> i'm the guy who doesn't like cheese that's, i don't know
0: that's your role uh that is declan kruger give him a follow on twitter at declan kruger he'll be up next with the lowdown with low tide that was our little Little Tuesday Roundtable brought to you by the Canadian Brew House. Sending you to the Super Bowl. Uh, Brandon will be. Do you know what location you're at on Thursday? Manning. Manning. I kind of up in my northeast side of the city. So Manning Drive. Yeah. Yeah. Named after Peyton and Eli, from what I hear. Those two hilarious on uh, Monday Night Football. I don't know if you guys saw that, but yeah, Peyton and Eli, great. Canadian host great. Ducklin, Brandon, all great. We're having fun here on Fantasy Frenzy on Sports 1440, presented by Willock Beef Jerky. When we come back, uh, we'll jump into the text line. we got some questions about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers backfield, the Colts backfield. J.K. Dobbins injury, who could slide in potentially on the waiver wire. There's a guy out in Atlanta that might be a good fit. And uh, some questions about quarterbacks. So lots of questions coming in to 1-833-401-1440. That is our text line. Uh, If you have any questions, we'll get to those next. It is Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Good morning. It is Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. I'm Connor Halley. He is Brandon Douglas, presented by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Three locations, Leduc, Spruce Grove, and West Edmonton Mall. Check them out, Wilhawk Beef Jerky. 1-833-401-1440 is the text line. That's the best way to get your questions in. We're talking fantasy football today, of course, some waiver wires. Now's the time to make those claims, and uh, tomorrow we're going to head towards the NHL to get a little bit of a preview. Uh, We've had some questions about the NHL, and... Kind of one that I I think will probably vary person to person. But when do you start drafting goalies? When do you go defense? Like, at what point do you make those moves? So uh, we'll talk some NHL on the show tomorrow. We had a text come in to the 1440 inbox asking about the Sports Central bike drive. And uh, yeah, Sports 1440, very happy to join Sports Central with this. Uh, The goal is to collect 1,000 new or generally used bikes this month. So the 25 volunteers at Sports Central Bike Shop have time to restore and repair them by springtime. Uh, if you are looking to donate, uh, we're taking donations every Saturday and uh, you can also make a monthly or sorry, a donation for the cost of a bike that's uh, $175. You can do that at sports1440.ca. We have the link. Uh, if you do want to drop off a bike gently used or new, you can do so at United Cycle. Revolution Cycle, Bonnie Doon Shopping Center, and London Dairy Mall. But sports1440.ca, all the information for that. Okay, let's jump into the inbox, Brandon. We got a lot of questions here. Uh, first one comes in from Slurpee Sean. Slurpee Sean, my question What's your favorite Slurpee? Is it a Dr. Do like Strutty? Let me know. Uh, but the question is thoughts on Sean Tucker. Uh, Sean Tucker, the back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he rushed five times for 15 yards. Brought in a couple receptions for nine yards. Uh, Obviously, number two on the depth chart behind Rashad White. Uh, For me, I don't know if I'm sold on him enough to, to go out and grab him. I mean, if you have a big enough bench, maybe you store him there injuries happen you never know when he might be take over full-time duties what do you think Brandon
1: I, I don't think he's gonna be a very sought-after name on the waiver wire so I, I don't think you're feeling pressure to go get him right now the usage of Rashad White and effectiveness uh, in week one is, is troubling for those of us that are owners of him myself included included mm-hmm. uh, but I think he'll bounce back because we, I said this yesterday I'm not taking the the cheese and the rat trap that is Baker Mayfield's first game in a new uniform we've been read this script before and uh, I'm confident in how it will turn out. The Buccaneers as a team surprised me um, with how well they played beating the Vikings, but I don't see it lasting except maybe against other NFC South teams. So uh, I, I would be taking a pass on Tucker, at least for the time being. Um, if he shows in another week that he can get more more touches, more reps, might be might be worth. Because he's, na- he's not a, a household name like a lot of other running backs are, so I think he can probably still get him a little bit later this week. Maybe not a priority.
0: Yeah, I think I'm with you. Not the guy I'd be going after this week, but You know, Like I said, if you've got room on your bench and you can store them and stash them, uh, maybe you do that. No name on this text. Guys, I'm in a uh, start to quarterback league. I have Lamar as my one starter. I also have Stafford and Howell to pick between. Who would you start for week two? So as we talked about, the Rams get the Niners. So that's not a good start. The Commanders get the Broncos in Denver, which is a tough place to play. I like the weapons that the Commanders have but I also like that Broncos secondary. It's a good one. I, I go Howell just because I'm not putting Matthew Stafford up against that Rams defense. What do you think, Brandon? Uh,
1: my question would be, is it a mandatory two quarterback or is it just a super <laughs> flex? Like the, if those are your other two options, I I might be actually checking out the waiver wire for a quarterback just with a better matchup for, for the one week. I think you can drop Sam Howell pretty yeah. confidently and grab him again later um, unless you're league is banana lands i guess i i don't know or if you have just another really strong run, running back or wide receiver that you feel confident in to slide into that super flex spot because like you said connor neither both of those matchups scare me um the, that niners defense yikes they, they are deadly and can probably beat a team uh, by themselves without the offense which is just as good in its own right and, and yeah the Denver factor we know the Broncos are, are still kind of figuring things out even with Sean Payton but the one thing that was not an issue last year and even into this one is their defense it's yeah. good so uh, yeah I, I don't like either of those matchups I would be looking waiver wire quarterback or even just starting another position player uh, in the super flex spot
0: yeah I mean Sertan I mean he's he's shut down Simmons is great so I, it's 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 not ideal that if it's between those two, I'm going Howell. But like you said, and we've talked about it already, uh, Jordan love Jared Goff, Brock Purdy. Those guys are available. Maybe you look there and, and hope they have a good week. Maybe pick a good matchup for that one. Uh, Jeff says, who do you see handling the Colts backfield? Deion Jackson looked awful. My name is Jeff.
1: <laughs> My name is Jeff.
0: <laughs> uh, good reference there, Jeff. I, you know what? I, I kind of think they stick with it. I don't know what what the plan is. I don't know if they have hopes to trade Jonathan Taylor or just say, "Hey, you got to come back for one more year, and we'll try it again next off season." But I I kind of think they're just stuck with Dion. What do you think?
1: I, I wonder if Jim Irsay is going to stick to his guns. And he he is one of the most uh, needle-moving owners in the league, especially now that Dan Snyder is out of the mix, partially in thanks to Jim Irsay, kind of calling him out uh, this past year. But at first, he's going to stick to his guns and say, you're not giving Taylor an ex- a big extension, and this trade demand is going to persist and he's. He's going to be out of there before playing, or or if he's playing, it's going to be uninspired. I don't know. In the meantime, I would just be steering well clear of the Colts' backfield. Anthony Richardson, I think, is probably going to lead them in rushing most weeks. Um, But we kind of predicted this. We said neither Deion Jackson, Zach Moss. Um, I think they have another name in the mix there as well at the moment. Like None of them jump out as, as needle movers, so... Uh, unless you have Richardson as your quarterback, uh, to you can't play him in an RB spot. So I would just be steering well clear of the Colts' backfield because I don't think it's going to be producing anything of substance uh, until Jonathan Taylor is back or they bring in somebody new.
0: Yeah, Evan Hull listed as third on the depth chart, but he's also questionable, as is Zach Moss. So you got some injuries there. I mean, Deion Jackson, hey, maybe Quentin Nelson big, opens up a big hole for him and he busts one. But the, if they were going to add a player, a Kareem Hunt, a Leonard Fournette, they would have done so already, and we're at Tuesday. So I, I think it's I think it's Dion, and I I hope you have different options that you can look at here. It's Fantasy Frenzy. We're just going through some of the text line answering your questions about what's going on. Uh, hey boys, sorry if you already talked about it, but Algier replacing Dobbins. Hey, if you can get him off the waiver wire, go for it. I. Uh, B. John Robinson, you got to worry about him. I mean, I don't know what the plans are for Cordell Patterson in the run game with the Atlanta Falcons. He's kind of been a touchdown machine in the past, uh, but you certainly do have to replace Dobbins. He, he's done for the year. It's going to be tough for him to come back with the Achilles injury. Uh, but yeah, Algier, but he, he might be a guy. That, you do have to be cautious, though, because there's always those guys that have that big week and everyone rushes to the waiver wire to make their claim. And then they go quiet for the next two, three weeks, right? And then they're right back on the waiver wire. So I don't know. What do you think?
1: Uh, guys like Algier and, and that are they're talented players, but behind somebody else on the depth chart, they're going to frustrate you week in and week out if you have them on your team because you sit them one week and they might pop off for a couple scores, even if they're just like goal line pushes or spelling a guy like Bijon after a big run or something that's a very real possibility and then as soon as you you bite on that and put him in the starting lineup next week he he'll barely see the field and just you know have a very underwhelming stat So guys like this they're super tough to predict and it it, quite frankly it comes down to luck week to week maybe you can dig into some deep stats like uh our, our guest from yesterday at pro football focus they have some great deep dive numbers available for you um if, you, if you're into going that deep, I'm not. I'm kind of a gut feeling type guy when it comes to setting my lineup uh, every week. But uh, guys like Algier... If you have Dobbins, I think a safer bet is just looking at Gus Edwards or Justice Hill, uh, whoever you think personally is going to be uh, taking over the lion's share of touches in the backfield.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it luck is such a big thing in fantasy football, right? Like you, you just never know what's going to happen, uh, especially when you get in the red zone. Fatigue plays a role. Some backup gets in there and... You've, Nobody has them in fantasy, you know, touchdowns. There's a lot of them that just help nobody. So
1: a tight end lining up as a fullback and punching it in like these these things all happen on a week to week basis and you simply cannot predict them. Yeah, even if they do it regularly like a team does, uh, they line up a tight end back there to punch it in on the goal line. They might not do it again for weeks moving forward and then mix it back in again like there there is things you can predict and anticipate in terms of uh, teams game planning and there's others that you can't
0: exactly exactly and you know that there are the old reliables you know Devonte adams he's always going to be a threat from anywhere on the field tyree kill things like that but just look at the kansas city chiefs and that red zone offense in week one i mean how many chiefs fans were or not any chiefs fans they're probably thrilled until they lost but fantasy football fans are getting into the red zone and it's like who's this guy that that's not pacheco that the, that's not Kadarius Tony or Sky Moore. Like, who Who are these guys? And that's just the, the beauty of fantasy football. Uh, text line is 1-833-401-1440. It is Fantasy Frenzy presented by Wilhawk Beef Jerky here on Sports 1440. Should let you know. Uh, coming up next, we do have Alan Mitchell uh, with the Lowdown with Low Tide. We'll also have the Jason Greger show from 2 until 6. Uh, we'll have guest host Sean Brown in studio. Also, we'll hear from Strutty. Mark Spector, Derek Van Diest, Bill Bender. We'll talk a little NFL. And uh, we're waiting on someone from the Edmonton Elks as well. So stick around for the line with Low Tide coming up next. Gregor later on in the day. Uh, that's going to do it for us here on Fantasy Frenzy. We'll be back tomorrow talking NHL fantasy. It'll be a lot of fun. All right, now let's get to a sports 1440 top of the hour update brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky. Locations in Leduc, Spruce Grove, and West Edmonton Mall. jerky.com. Here is Brandon Douglas.